Welcome to Cut the Chaos, the podcast that teaches you to cut through the noise, take back control of your life, and create a future you love. I'm your host, professional certified coach, Sandra Jarvis. Let's do this. Welcome to day three of Harmonize here on Cut the Chaos podcast. I'm super excited for this, and I hope that you guys are enjoying Harmonize Week as much as I am, because this has been a lot of fun for me to put together. So um, yesterday, well, Monday, we talked about aligning body, mind, and spirit, Yesterday, we focused on mind management, and I introduced you to the magic, which is, and I think I forgot to say this, the magic is actually a tool that's used by many um, coaches. They've all got a different name for it. Brooke Castillo calls it the magic. Um, Bruce Schneider calls it um, breakthrough, breakthrough coaching. I think um, Brenda Burchard talks about um, think, feel, do. Um, anyway, there it's a, it's just a, it is a tool that's super popular in the personal development world because it's based on science. We know that our thoughts create our feelings, which drive our actions, and that gives us the life that we're living. And so, um, it's a super powerful tool. And I hope you did the worksheets and that you'll, that you'll continue to use it. Today, we are going to talk about healthy habits. So we're focusing on the body today. And um, I have to admit that body and body image has, has historically been very um, full of drama in my life. <laughs> As a survivor of early childhood sexual abuse, I disconnected from my body at a really young age. And um, I, I don't think I really even knew that I had done that until I got a lot older, but I just ignored my body most of the time. And when I did think about it, I hated it because it had brought me a lot of pain. Um, I... Yeah, I, you know, because of the abuse and because of other situations in my life, I just didn't want to even think about my body. And so this is an area that I've worked on continuously throughout my life and that I continue to work on. And I've done a lot of personal work just to be able to accept my body for what it is and for who I am. And I've been overweight for most of my life. And so that has been something that I have had to just quit obsessing over and start deciding that I'm just okay the way I am right now. And I know that many of you have heard me talk about weight on my podcast, and that's because I'm actively working on ridding myself of the shame around my body because I want to believe that it's not just anybody, it's an amazing body. And I want to believe that it's a body that, although it's been through a lot, has supported me and given me so much. And so that is part of my goals for 2022 is to focus on 
loving my body and becoming more healthy. And so I decided not to focus on weight specifically because I want to focus on simply loving myself how I am. As I said, I've done a lot of work to get to where I can accept myself where I am, but loving myself has always been a challenge and I'm getting there. And there are a lot of things that I've worked on to get me to where I am today. But my goal this year is to learn to just love my body, to love my body exactly the way that it is and to create healthy habits that will support that love of my body. So I think personally that the most important habit you can have for your health is that one, is to love your body. Think about things that you hate, okay? Just for a moment, choose something that you really hate and think about the way you treat that thing. No, it might be something that you just ignore because you hate it. It might be something that you abuse because you hate it. It might be something that you talk poorly to because you hate it. It might be something that you destroy because you hate it, right? But none of those things are good. If you hate your body, then that's the way you're going to treat it. And when you think about the things that you love and how you treat them, which way do you want to feel about your body? You want to treat it with the love and respect that you treat things that you love, or do you want to treat it with hatred and things that you hate? You know, I, I remember I was at a, um, a conference one time that was Brendan Burchard was the presenter and, and he said, things that you hate die. Things that are surrounded by hate do not thrive. And so I took that and thought, you know, it's so true. And if my body is something I hate, is something I loathe, then I'm never going to be able to love myself into weight loss. I'm never going to be able to love myself into this place where I can just accept me and be okay with who I am. So that is the most important habit that you can have for your health is to simply love yourself because when you love yourself everything else will fall into place i really believe that i believe that your your habits will reflect the love that you have for yourself so that is my work for 2022 and that's kind of what i'm going to share with you today i mean we're going to talk about the ultimate self-care because i think that Ultimately, when you love yourself, then you take care of yourself. And this is not about traditional self-care. This is going much deeper than that. The type of self-care I want to talk to you about is self-care where you are trying to create something inside yourself that you love and everything you do reflects that. And so that's what we're working towards, right, is creating something inside ourselves that we love and being able to love ourselves exactly the way we are. So for 2022, my goal is to learn to prioritize movement. It's to learn to allow my feelings in any situation. 
It's to learn to see food as fuel. It's to learn to love myself physically and to take care of myself physically. It's to learn to keep myself hydrated the way that my body needs. And it's to really just create a body image that I love in every sense of the word. I want my self-care to become second nature because my love for myself is so intrinsic. So one of the greatest analogies about human bodies that I have ever heard came from Cara Lowenthal. And she's a life coach. And um, I loved this when I heard it. It was on a podcast that she was being interviewed for. And she said, people are kind of like dogs. So think about it. There are a lot of different breeds of dogs and they come in all shapes and sizes. And some have more muscle and some have more hair and some have more fat and some have pointy ears and some have floppy ears and some are tiny and some are big and they're all just different. And this is the thing that really struck me. She said, you wouldn't put a German shepherd next to a chihuahua and say, wow, we better put that German shepherd on a diet because he's obviously got some weight that he needs to lose. No, right? You'd allow the German shepherd to be a German shepherd, to be bigger, to be more muscular, to be heavier, to be taller, to be all those things because that's who he is. So the question is, why do we expect humans to all be the same? Why do we think that humans should all weigh the same amount, that humans should all have the same amount of fat and the same amount of muscle? We're not. Some are bigger, some are taller, some have larger bone structures, some carry more fat, some have pointy ears and some have round ears. <laughs> and, and we are not all going to look like Barbie and Ken. We're just not. And when we accept that, it becomes easier to love ourselves. So as I said, what I want to focus on is creating harmony through creating health, right? So yesterday we talked about creating harmony through mind management. Today we're gonna to talk about creating harmony through creating health and healthy habits. <clears throat> It doesn't matter what size your body is if you have healthy habits. It doesn't matter what your body looks like if you know you're doing the best you can to take care of it. We all process things differently. And I mean, physically, we all process things differently. And so we get to choose what's more important to us. For some people, being very muscular and very fit is the thing that's more important to them. For others, just remaining healthy is important to them. And so there are some very basic health guides, things that um, can help you create a more healthy lifestyle. And sometimes in some people, they might lead to weight loss and in other people, they may not. So today we're gonna talk about these healthy habits and and I'm just going to introduce to you kind of what they are. I'm going to share with you some of the things I do to keep these habits at the forefront of my mind. And then in today's workbook, I actually provide you with a 
page from uh, my planner, and it is called a monthly habit tracker. And so you have a, a sample of that page so that you can see how I track these habits in my life. So, all right. For me, as I said, weight loss is not my goal this year, but it can be your goal. And if that's what you want, then I say go for it. Um, research shows, however, that the four most important things that you need in order to create healthy habits in, in order to be physically healthy is first, the type of food that you're eating. So recognizing that food is fuel <laughs> and it's not entertainment and it's not something to buffer against emotion or whatever. Food is fuel. So knowing the types of foods that, that create energy for you is an important thing. The second thing is movement. So moving, like our bodies were not meant to sit. So daily movement is really important for health. Um, the third thing is water intake. And so water, in, our bodies are like 60% water. So it is a really important thing that we stay hydrated. And then the amount of sleep that you get. And we're going to talk about each one of these for a few minutes today on the podcast. So I'll go into greater detail on them. But then on the tracker that I'm providing you with, there are three other things that I track every day. And this is because I am trying to create harmony in my life. And I want to know that I'm taking care of these, these seven areas. So the first four, and then these next three, the first one is morning meditation, um, meditating or uh, praying or doing some type of a spiritual practice has always been really important to me. And it is something that carries me through my days. And so morning meditation is really important. And I track that daily planning is another one. And for me, daily planning is just something that happens and that's how I get things done. And then weight. Now, I track my weight daily. And the reason that I do this is, well, I'm not gonna tell you right now, but I'm gonna tell you that that's the other thing on the tracker. So we'll talk about that in a few minutes. So, so meditation, when I meditate, my life changes, all right? I am more in tune with myself. I'm more in tune with my higher power. I'm more willing to live in a way that can create the things that I want in my life. And I am going to dive deep into meditation tomorrow when we talk about spirit. Um, but again, it is one of the healthy habits that I track. So I just wanted to mention it today. Daily planning. So I've always been a list maker. And like when I, when I was raising my children, I got up every morning and I made my list and then I crossed things off my list every day. And when I've worked at different jobs, I've had lists, I've had different ways that I kept lists of things that need to be done that I rotated through to make sure I was getting things done in the order that were most important. Daily planning has changed that for me. It has allowed me to get rid of my list and still get everything done. And so it is a powerful thing for me. I do it every weekday at least. And if you're interested in learning more about how I do my daily planning or how I do my meditation, um, join Harmonize Live. So 
Harmonized Live is going to be a daily morning routine that I am going to do live through Zoom with whoever joins. And so registration for that is going to open in February. And, and I just want to mention it here because it's going to be an amazing morning routine program that you can do every single day and you're going to love it. It will get you get your days so that they just run and are amazing. And so um, I've, I have actually been told by many of my peers that they are always amazed at how dedicated I am and how, um, how much I get done in a day. And really it's because of those things. It's because of my morning routine and it's because of my morning meditation, which gets me spiritually connected and my morning, my daily planning, which sets out my, my routine for the day. And so Harmonize Live is gonna be fantastic. And I'm not gonna go into it a lot right now, but just know that it's coming and it's gonna be totally affordable and incredible. It's an incredible program that will help you create a powerful morning routine. All right, so the other habits that I track. Here we go, you ready? So the first one that we're gonna talk about is food protocol. So again, I want you to recognize that the focus here is on creating healthy habits. And there are a thousand different ways at least that you can diet, right? There's paleo, there's keto. There's intermittent fasting, there's intuitive eating, there's Mediterranean diet, there's eating the food triangle, there's low carb, there's low fat, there's all the things, right? And so the thing I want you to recognize is that only you know what's best for you. Only you know how those foods affect you. And I want to encourage you to pay attention to your body so that you can really focus on food as fuel because you are the only one who can know what helps you run more efficiently. You're the only one who knows what gives your brain greater clarity. You're the only one who knows what increases your energy and what decreases your energy. And so when you think of your body as a vehicle, which it is, by the way, right? It's the vehicle for life. And so when you think of it that way, then what is the best fuel for you, all right? A few years ago, I had an uncle who did a test to see what type of gasoline was the best fuel for his truck, all right? And so for a year, he did this. And every month he used a specific type of gasoline in his vehicle and then he tracked the gas mileage that he was getting. And he kept really close records about this type of gas and how much mileage he got and how his truck ran. And so at the end of the year, he had tested 12 different major fuel brands and determined that Chevron was the best fuel that made his vehicle run the most efficiently. Now, that's what he used going forward forever. So the thing I want you to recognize is that this type of experiment is actually pretty easy to perform on your own body. <laughs> I 
because I think that most of us have a pretty good idea of what is good for us, of what type of food fuels us, right? And so if you know kind of a general guideline of what is good for you, then you can start testing things out. You can try going without something that you think might not be the greatest. So I'll give you an example. For me, corn does not do good things to my body. And I know that because I paid close attention to what was causing issues in my body. So when I eat corn, I end up being bloated and I get sick to my stomach and I have acid reflux and I just all kinds of things. And it, it isn't um, just corn, the vegetable, it's corn syrup and it's popcorn and it's corn chips. And if it's corn, it doesn't do good things for me. And I know that. And so it's something that I try not to eat. Now, I am not extreme with it, honestly. I'm not um, cutting out every single thing that has corn syrup in it. Excuse me. And I'm not, um, I'm not trying to be extreme, but I am watching these kinds of things, you know? I also know that for me, um, when I eat bread, I feel awful. And so that's something I have tried to kind of cut out of my diet. So if you, if you focus on food as fuel, then you're going to recognize what is making your body run optimally. Like my uncle Chevron, it runs, it makes his vehicle run more optimal. And, you know, I, I can pretty much guarantee you that if he poured sugar into his engine, then it would get pretty messed up, right? Our body is the same. When all we're giving it is junk, then it's not going to run as well. If, if what we are giving our body is all process, then it's not going to perform as well for us. I think that the most basic guideline that I can give you for food as fuel is that the more closely to whole your food is, the better it's going to be for you. So the more processed it is, it's probably doesn't it's probably not going to give you a lot of nutrients. If it comes in a bag or a box, then it's probably not the best option. So think about that. And a food protocol, which is what I have on my um, on my check-in sheet, is just where you decide what foods you're going to either eat or not eat. And then you try and stick to it. So my food protocol, I've cut out um, corn and dairy because dairy doesn't do good things for me. And I have tried to um, eat, not, not eat after dinner. That's part of my food protocol because when I eat after dinner, then I don't feel good and I don't sleep good. And so, and then I've tried to cut down my sugar and flour intake. So those are the things that are on my food protocol. It's pretty simple. A food protocol can be super specific if you want it to be, or it can be kind of basic. But once you know what your food protocol is, then you can track whether or not you are keeping, you know, keeping in touch with that, whether or not you're giving your body fuel through your food. 
I'm not a big fan of extreme diets. There may be some of you out there who are, and that's okay. But I don't love the idea of just cutting out complete food groups. You have to decide what's best for you based on how your body feels and the signals it's giving you. But consider creating a food protocol that will help you better monitor the way that you are fueling yourself. All right, so that's the food protocol. <clears throat> the next one we're gonna talk about is water intake. Okay, there's not a whole lot to say about water intake, honestly, except drink your water. So it, it's recommended that you drink at least 64 ounces a day, and that's only four 16 ounce water bottles. It's not that much. So I say make a game out of it. Like. You can either set an alarm for four times a day, and when the alarm goes off, then you just drain a water bottle, and there you go. You've got your 64 ounces. Or you can um, buy a 64-ounce jug. I actually have one here. So my 64-ounce jug that I fill at the beginning of the day, and I drink it all before dinner. And so I know that no matter what, I've gotten my 64 ounces. Now, Sometimes I drink more than that because honestly, I keep a cup here and I drink all the time. But I always know that if my jug is empty, then I've gotten my 64 ounces. So figure out a way that you can just fit it into your schedule. And remember, your body is made up of 60% water. And for optimal functioning, you need this essential element. All of us do. I don't know if you've ever been dehydrated, but my husband got dehydrated a few years ago pretty severely and it completely shut his body down. He couldn't think clearly. He couldn't, he wasn't balanced. He was sick to his stomach. He was really weak. And um, it's because your body requires water in order to function. It's that important. So get your water, healthy habit, water. <laughs> All right, the next one we're going to talk about is movement. So as I said earlier, our bodies weren't meant to just sit all the time. They were meant to move. That's why we have so many joints, so many pieces that are moving, right? Movement does all kinds of things for us. A 30-minute walk each day can do all of this. Listen, can improve your mood. It can alleviate depression. It can lower your blood pressure. It will make you more flexible and help you move better. It will improve muscle and joint strength, and it will keep you healthy longer. It also increases your endorphins, and it just makes you feel better about your life. And so getting up and moving around throughout your day is really important, not just for your body, your physical health, but also for your mental health and for your spiritual health and your emotional health. So recognize that getting up and moving is a huge part of creating healthy habits. And um, if you're someone who works at a desk like I do, then you've got to create opportunities to move. So again, you know, if you're setting that alarm for your water intake, then when you drink your water, get up and stretch and move around. It gives you an opportunity to interact with other humans too, which is a bonus, right? Um, and also it's like, there's a lot of research out there about just breathing and stretching and the power of focusing on that in your body. So it doesn't matter what you choose. 
you can walk, you can run, you can ride a bike, you can you can just move around your house, you can do an aerobic exercise, you can do push-ups and sit-ups and calisthenics. It doesn't matter, but move, you know. Um, movement is extremely important for overall health. So for me, my goal this year is to walk 30 minutes every day, just 30 minutes. And I'm also focusing on trying to get up from my desk every hour and going and actually sitting at my kitchen table to eat lunch instead of sitting at my desk. I'm just trying to get healthier and, um, and just setting timers and things to help me stretch and breathe and move. So what's your movement goal, All right? Think about it. What do you want to do? As I mentioned earlier, I'm gonna be introducing Harmonize Live in a couple of weeks. And Harmonize Live is going to include 30 minutes of walking. And so it's gonna be awesome. It's a program that will encourage healthy habits along with training your brain and connecting with your spirit. And it will even have coaching available. And I cannot wait to introduce this to you. So just think about it, decide to move, you know, we talked about this the other day, just decide to decide and then make your movement goal and recognize that small changes can make a huge difference. All right. All right. The next one, this is the last one actually is sleep. So this is the last one that I track on my habit tracker. Sleep is just as important as every other area. Now I'm going to be honest here and tell you that I've always had a really hard time because sleep feels so unproductive to me, <laughs> but this is when the body rests and rejuvenates and it is super important. So there are so many basic functions that are going on while you are asleep that we literally can't live without sleep. Your body will shut down and die after a certain amount of time if you don't sleep because there's all these biological processes that are going on. Our brain while we're sleeping is actually sorting through all of the information that is picked up throughout the day and deciding what is worthy of keeping and what it can get rid of. And so it's creating memories and it's super important, especially for our long-term memories. So your brain is getting rid of toxicity and it's creating storage for things that are important for later use, your nerve cells are actually communicating with each other and reorganizing themselves so that they'll work better. Your brain functions are repaired because as we go throughout the day, every day, our brains actually get damaged. And so it's, it's, it's repairing damaged cells and then releasing them while you sleep. Um, Sleep is when our energy is restored. And it's also when excess hormones and proteins are released from our body. And so it is helping us to get rid of the toxins that we don't need. And sleep is when your immune system is strengthened. It's the reason that when you're sick, you sleep. <laughs> and so all of these things require time. They can't just happen in a few minutes. So a normal adult needs seven to eight hours of sleep a night in order to function at their very best. So my question to you is, are you getting that much sleep? Because if you're not, 
then you need to make a concentrated effort to do that in order to live a healthier life. Now, I know for me, sleep has always felt so unproductive. But when I think about it this way, and when I recognize that there's all this stuff going on, I'm pretty sure that sleep is one of the most productive times for our health. Okay, so understanding that is going to help me see that sleep is so much more important and it's going to help me prioritize this. And in fact, I've decided to change my bedtime. I'm just going to tell you, I usually am in bed. I, we usually wind down around 10 and have lights out by 1030. And I'm going to change that. I'm making it a half an hour earlier because I really want to prioritize my health. So wind down at 930, lights out at 10. And I'm going to be getting my seven to eight hours of sleep. Um, all right. So as I said, in today's, um, today's worksheet, you are getting a sample of my actual tracker that I use. And then it's also going to walk you through each of these areas and give you just little exercises that you can think about where you are in your own life so that you can evaluate each of these areas and decide what you can change that can create healthier habits for you. So um, come on over to Harmonize, the Facebook group, if you would like to be part of that conversation and you can share your health habits and health goals with us. Leave a quick post or a video or comment on my videos and um, let us know the things that you're learning from the worksheets and from the videos and from the podcast and see how your habits are being helped or hindered because your health is the most important thing there is out there. Literally, if your health goes downhill and you cease to exist, then nothing else matters. So think about how do you feel about your body? How do you want to feel about your body? And what can you do to change that and get yourself there? All right. Tomorrow, we're going to talk about spirit, about connecting to you and how that is one of the most important com components of creating harmony in your life, of cutting through the chaos and creating harmony. So I hope you'll be here. And I, again, hope you're enjoying Harmonize Week here on Cut the Chaos. So we'll talk to you again tomorrow. Thanks, everybody. Thanks for being here today. If you're enjoying the podcast, please follow, rate, and review to help me get the word out. And if you really enjoyed this episode, grab a screenshot and share it on social media. Thanks again for spending a few minutes in my world.